You're listening to The Midday Grind with Martin Kilcoin and Charlie Marlowe on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. I heard that. Get Goodness. ready. Get ready. Midday grind, One's enough. Minutes. One's enough. One's that enough. That was a good one. Yeah, Friday and Saturday, we got 10, 11 inches or so. That's that's enough for one winter. It's going to melt. That's going to come back over the weekend. Midday grind, 590 The Fan, Martin, Chuck, Hoff, Rocchio, here until 1 o'clock in the hard line. We'll take over. Uh, Sam Farmer, who covers the Rams for the L.A. Times. Ram Farmer. Ram they Farmer. call him Ram Farmer. He was on the private jet after the relocation vote, flying to L.A. with Kev and Enos. He might be the reason why St. Louis might win the lawsuit. Cause yeah, he got the quote. He got the quote from Demoff Thank about you, Ram five, Farmer. six years ago. Uh, Stan called him. Respected NFL reporter, to be sure, tweeted out on Saturday night. After most of America watched the Cowboys and Rams on Fox, which, by the way, some people like in Philly, they wrote about it, that Joe Buck and Troy Aikman weren't doing the game. New Orleans, it got mentioned. Like, why are we getting the A-team? And poor Joe, when he does the game, they rip on him. Yes. (laughs) Doesn't do the game. People were complaining. But assigned the Saturday night game, which is usually not the bigger game. Sunday's usually the bigger audience. But because it was the Cowboys, the Rams, most watched Saturday night in Fox Network history. I saw that. How about that? But Sunday's game, at least locally, and I haven't seen the national numbers, higher percentage of people watched the Eagles and Saints than watched the Rams win their game. But Sam Farmer, Ram Farmer said, January 12th, this ties it up with a bow. (laughs) January 12th, 2016, Rams win the vote to return to Los Angeles. January 12th, 2017, Rams announced hiring of Sean McVay. January 12th, 2019, Rams beat the Cowboys for their first playoff win as the L.A. Rams Part 2. January 12th is a hell of a day for Rams NFL. Counterpoint. That's one point, Chuck. And then there's the counterpoint from Matt Rocchio. Another way to read this. NFL defrauds an entire city. <laughs> a team that blames fans for its blankness hires a competent coach for the first time in 17 years. Wow, why caps. do you hate Linehan, Mike Marks? <laughs> Spags. No, Mike Marks is your competent coach. Okay. Spags. It's a Spags, Linehan, Fisher. Fish. Wins a home playoff game with their fans outnumbered 6-4. to four. And if I'm reading, did you get the thousand favorites and the 400 retweets, Matt Rocchio? While well, he's the, in the hospital, by the way. The twe- yeah, <laughs> hopped up on meds with some weird uh, ailment that I can't pronounce. Matt Rocchio responded, and then you said Sam Farmer, Ram Farmer. Then he responded to you, correct? Yeah, and he said, "Say what you will about the first two points, but the third point is categorically wrong about the uh, makeup of the 
of the he fandom. It is funny how he conceded the first two points. Right. Yeah, which he were the biggest points. He didn't even argument. argue those two. Yeah, you're right. You got screwed. Like, I, <laughs> say what you will about the NFL defrauding an entire city. I literally <laughs> said that a team has never hired a competent coach for 17 years. I'm, I'm surprised he wasn't like, well, Jeff Fisher is a competent NFL coach, right? He just blazes say by those two. Say what you will about the first two, but there was not a 60-40 ratio. Okay? It was 52-48. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Good job, Matt Rocchio. But I do think there's a fair question. As members of the local media, when does the St. Louis audience have that fatigue? I've I've thought that for the last couple of years. We're over it. Hey, hey, Fox 2's got a Rams game. Hey, the Rams are on. We mention it. We don't make a big deal. The first year, we enjoyed them losing. That was great fun. We may have even called Kevin Demoff a professional liar. We had a lot of fun that first year. Sort of moved on. But now that they're in the championship game... It is bringing the conversation front and center, and I do think a lot of people are like just just let it go, get over it. That said, it'll be fun to see them lose on Fox Two. We are your home of the Saints, hundred percent. And look, we are over it. This is why it annoys me. Why, if you throw a tweet out there, and it's two, three years after the fact, and then of course a bunch of L.A. Rams fans will say, "Oh, you know, get over it." And it's like, dude, I can live my life and still tweet once a day about the fact that I don't want Stan Kroenke to succeed. And I've said this a million times. I have nothing against Sean McVay. He seems like a great coach. Bum Phillips seems like a great guy. All these players. Is there one player in the Rams that you root against right now? Uh, Mark you like Peters. <laughs> okay, but Roger Saffold finally making the postseason. There's some guys that... Do you think that, he'll get hurt lifting the trophy? Most likely. Todd Gurley was here. Aaron Donald was a really nice guy. But look, are it you was telling always me... The shoulder. Are you telling me that this Sunday on Fox 2, even if you're over it, are you telling me if that game's close at the end that you want to see them set that stage up and hand, what is it, the Hallis Trophy and then eventually the Lombardi Trophy? Are you telling me you want to see them hand that trophy to that scumbag? Come on now. You 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 can put it aside for 364 days a year. Nobody in St. Louis, rightfully so, wants to see that dude with his sunglasses on get his trophy. And we never should. And I love the players. Sean McVay's great. I have nothing against Les Snead. Like but artists. I don't ever, I love artists, I don't ever want to see Demoff and Kroenke grabbing that trophy. And that's fine. And I'm not being small by saying that. It's just the truth. Uh, what's your puke point, which Mike Gersh says about their uh, numbers when they're deciding what they could pay somebody? Your puke point, Kroenke or Demoff at the trophy? I think for me it's Demoff. I think it is more Demoff. I got to say. And did you see an Enos? But to Demoff, if he gets the trophy, that's my puke point. What if? What if the Rams win the Super Bowl? But but in Atlanta, while they're walking up the stairs to the podium, Demoff trips and falls on national TV. Is that okay? That helps. Face a little better. Face, face, face plant. But also, let's be it real. Pigeon toads. That might. Happen. There you go. They're not going to really interview Demoff <laughs> on the stage. I just learned something about Kevin Demoff just now. He's pigeon toad. But look, they Side are going to interview How did you find that out? Stan. She and you walk. know Stan's awkward as hell, man. That's my assessment. That's not official. That's uh, my assessment. Stan is awkward as hell. If he has to address 50, 60, 70,000 fans and all these people on TV. Oh, I'd love that. That's almost He's not it. a speaker. <laughs> yeah, he's going to mumble and lie and well, I'm still make money doing it. <laughs> Can we Take away some, somebody's house. He's going to displace a homeless person while he does it. I Ooh. told Frank last hour, I wanted to tweet out after the win, Enos is so excited, he's going to buy a large piece of property and kick people out of their homes. Correct. 
But then I thought the whole butthurt thing again. I'm like, I don't want to just nope. constantly be doing. Did you I can miss, still do that. Did I miss the moment? People should always be reminded of the full spectrum of Stan Kroenke, which is billionaire. Good job. Okay, you have good a lot job. of money. Good you job. have a lot of crappy sports teams. Okay, finally, you're good this year with the Rams after about a decade. Nuggets are pretty good this and year. And also, you're a terrible human being. No one likes you. You have no soul. All you care about is the Forbes list and kicking people off your your land, your ranch down there in Texas. It's as big as like the state of Rhode Island. How about this? Charlie Marlowe does the trophy presentation if the Rams win the Super Bowl. And he has to read that exact, yes, the, that exact monologue about Marlo- Stan Kroenke. Jim Nance, take it away. Jim, well, actually, Charlie will handle this for us today. <laughs> Hello, friends. You're a terrible person. You have no soul. Here's your stupid trophy. But he is. Trump. Look. <laughs> but Trump. look, you can Donald say. Trump gets to present the trophy. That's fine. Hold on. Here comes Edith. I'm sure they're buddies. Mr. Trump, can you, you present? You are a rude, terrible person. Here's and the then, he turns, then he turns to Kevin Demoff. Well, I'm not a big fan of yours either. Perfect. <laughs> That's great. And look, there's a lot of ways in life that you can measure success. By many of these metrics, Stan Kroenke is super successful. Nobody would ever deny that with how rich he is. He has all the sports teams, Walmart, all that, blah, blah, blah. But he is a terrible person. He's the person that locks himself in the bathroom at the press box and has four security guards, who are actually really nice guys, have to stand outside and... And guard while he goes to the bathroom. Did you talk to them? That's who Stan Kroenke is. We all know those guys. They're great guys. Stan Kroenke can be one of the richest people on the planet and still be a terrible person. And that's true. Am Uh, I wrong? Chuck Tuna, you guys are so small. Go stand. I just just went back, screw you. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Before the end of the day, a reminder for the games this weekend or the Super Bowl. You start planning ahead. We can't mention that officially. It's the big game. The big game. Big game. We just got sued. Having friends over or you're getting snowed in, go to Schnucks. Load up all your party needs in one spot. How about a big bucket of wings? Perfect for the party. Plus, Schnucks wings are the best around. We taste tested just for you, the viewers, the listeners. Also, brand new Schnucks chips, salty snacks. $1 a bag. How about that? Schnooks, chips, and salty snacks are $1 a bag. Supply the whole party. Save a ton of money. 11 awesome flavors. You can try the sweet Maui onion. Check that Mm. one out for the first time. Also, take a look at the Schnooks Party Guide. It is simply entertaining. That's the name of the party guide. Pick that up at your neighborhood. Schnooks, stock up for the party. Get those party platters ordered ahead of time. Party tray. Have some friends. The Marlows are probably having people over, Hoff. Oh, are having people over? Yeah, but different friends. Different, different friends. It is Jenny May's first birthday uh, this Saturday. Uh, she'll birthday. want to celebrate with a Schnooks party platter and some football. Any uh, sponsors <laughs> out there that want to uh, help sponsor the event with some uh, food, give me a call. Hey, you can count on Schnooks for fresh ideas, expert advice. Check out Simply Entertaining Magazine. How about that? they got all kinds of great... I didn't even know they had all these magazines. Check them out at your neighborhood. Schnooks, they're also proud sponsors of our high school athlete of Chuck's going to send week. out uh, invitations. It's going to say, Janie Mae's first birthday, brought to you by Kirkwood Pizzeria. Presented by. <laughs> it's funny you say that because we had Kirkwood Pizzeria on Saturday night. Did you? Good sandwiches. Hot Italian sandwich. Yeah, we'll talk about them later I in the week. I'll stop by. 100%. But also, you Martin. your other friends over. I want to tell you, though, because you are my friend and all the listeners out there. About our guy, Milty. Are you currently sideways with the IRS? Do you have years of unfiled tax returns keeping you up at night? Are you facing tax liens, bank levies, or wage garnishments? If so, you should contact former Department of Justice Tax Division Attorney Mark Milton, our guy Milty, at stltaxlawyer.com. Mark Milton providing a local and holistic approach 
The tax resolution, don't be sucked into the out-of-town tax resolution groups you hear on the TV and radio. Mark lives and works right here in the Kirkwood area. I can see his office from our station right here. If you have IRS problems, visit stltaxlawyer.com today. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. All right, time for the end of the day. The end of the day. Okay, when's the end of the day? At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I, you know, I don't want to do this. It's going to be cold this weekend in Kansas City. We mentioned last hour, high of like 15, low of 8 or 9, bit of a, a chilly afternoon. And really, the only reason why that game is in Philadelphia is because, or actually in Kansas City, rather, it's because of this moment. Gorkowski standing at about the 15-yard line. He couldn't tackle anybody. I don't know why he's I, back there. I think, well, I know why. Knock they it throw down. it up. They he's throw gonna, it up in the air. He knocked it down. It. That's exactly why. Tannehill, last shot, <laughs> back to throw. They throw it down. They try to pitch it, and they do. To Parker. Parker pitches it. And it's Drake. Drake. 30, 20. Gorkowski's got a tackle. Oh, no no way. He no got way. Never a doubt. Never a doubt. You're right. If the Patriots don't lose that game, they'd be at home. Yeah, they'd, home be, in, they'd be in Foxborough this weekend. Tannehill. Wow. How about that? So much apathy. How about Tannehill if he's looking for a job? Like, oh, I'm a very exciting player. Just take a listen to one of my greatest plays I've ever had. Tannehill. Tannehill. For the rest of my life, if I ever hear Ryan Tannehill's name, Correct. I'm going to think of that, and it's great. <laughs> Tannehill. To be fair. Tannehill. How about the Chiefs? Do we, housekeeping. Do you guys want some uh, Frank Bowl this week talking about the Chiefs? Sure. They I got liked it him. done last week. Housekeeping. He's one of those good Midwest guys from Pittsburgh. Got a little East Coast flavor. Hundred percent Midwest. He was entertaining. Uh, entertaining. He said, uh, "What adult diapers?" Is and then uh, Chiefs, Chiefs fans. So now you got to be nervous again because I don't know, man. you're at home, but you're facing the evil empire. Saw a stat that Brady has never lost to a quarterback playing in his first postseason in general. Ooh. This is Mahomes' first postseason. Eighth straight title game for Brady Belichick. They Chiefs also fans, maybe diaper, maybe kid diaper. But look, if you're a Chiefs fan and you worried about the defense and all that, I mean, look how they won that game. Who would have predicted the Chiefs run the football and play defense? Mahomes doesn't throw a touchdown pass, correct? Correct. And they win a playoff game at home, breaking... Years and years of heartbreak. Maybe New England hands them a couple offsides penalties, too, like what the Colts did on Saturday. That was nice of them. I'm glad Arrowhead's hosting. That'll be great. They call it theater, Charlie. Great theater. theater. I think we're going to have epic games. I really do. We had boring games, let's be real, this past uh, weekend. Two weekends. Yeah, I guess I guess the, uh, finish, the Saints-Eagles was the best, you would say. Correct? Alshon Jeffrey in the role of Cody Parkey. We swarmed him. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to have some great games. I really do. And then we swarmed him. How did you drop that ball? The Eagles were going to probably have a Nick Foles magical moment, and you dropped it? it? Hit you right in the hand. That's how he reacted when he went right through his hands. I read that uh, Jeffrey was playing with a broken rib, or a couple broken ribs. Oh, he after the playing, fact. Oh, playing yeah. through pain. Playing through pain. Chuck, you have no sympathy for him. No, I do have sympathy, but uh, I bet the Saints. So it's all good. <laughs> oh, Janie May, this is your birthday gift. Right I was going to say, come on, New Orleans. Janie come May's on. Janie May's second birthday is going to be a lot better if the Saints win the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Uh, Martin, good news. Marquette fifteenth. 
ranked in the country now. We're not that good, but I'll take it. Yes. I'll take it. Every game's kind of close for some reason. Love they, my squad. I believe that reason is named Marcus Howard. They decided to let Seton Hall back in the game on Saturday, which <sighs> wasn't all that necessary. Had a little TV issue, and that was on FS1. I went to go clean off Dish from DirecTV, oh, and it's no. on the roof, and I thought, this is a really... Do I get up on the roof with all the snow and knock the snow off to watch Marquette and then end up like Randy Carrick with broken wrists? I don't think I can risk it. That was my dilemma this weekend. I watched the football games on the Yahoo Sports app on my phone because I was going to have to get on the roof and brush off the DirecTV, and I decided not to. My wife told me not to. I should have done it, though, but I didn't. I was a good husband. You don't listen to your wife? I do sometimes, most of the time. White Sox offered eight-year contract to Machado. Is he? Does he sign with them? How about Bob Nightingale, though? He slapped no. back and yeah. said he has not been offered an eight-year deal. It's it was kind of Nightingale on passing crime. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. But I've seen now four different reporters. Two have said seven. Two have said eight. One in Chicago offered terms. Eight years, 250. 250. Yes. And they're arguing with each other, though. Yes. They're kind of going back and forth, all now, these reporters. Ask, I don't really care. Like, if you're going to dig in on seven versus eight, doesn't make a like the fact that they're all kind of mad at each other about who's got it right. It'd be funny if the White Sox and Machado came together and signed a nine-year deal just to make sure everyone's wrong. Seven and a half-year deal. <laughs> it's up in the middle of the season. <laughs> but of all the things, if they were arguing over whether he's going to the Phillies or the White Sox, that's like a huge difference. But they're arguing whether his Sox offer is seven or eight. I don't really care. Am I wrong on this? Because we we love baseball here in St. Louis. I love baseball. But in terms of growing the sport, a lot of young kids already think it's boring and it needs to be sped up and it's kind of a boring game. Even though I don't agree with that, I understand why if you have a lot of sports to choose from. And then we have just the most boring off season. Does that matter, do you think? Just in terms of, of drumming up interest, I feel like with the NBA especially, people are excited about free agency. Everything happens quick. To me, this has been so boring. Players are starting to speak out against it. Jack As Arrieta they should. Tweeting out, Jack Flaherty agreeing with Jake Arrieta. This is kind of a, you're starting to see some battle the lines being drawn is, between the union and the owners. I got to say, Harper's Bazaar has been a letdown. It, it was sold to me as an exciting thing. Harper's Bazaar. Where's Scott Boris now with the talking points? How many teams said, we're going to wait for this offseason to spend, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you got Harper, you got Machado. And now... Who is actually in on those guys? It seems like there's only really three teams, and that is White Sox, Philly, the Nationals with Harper, and then if you believe this mystery team crap. But I think it seems like a lot of fan bases were sold on, oh, we're going to go after the big guys next winter, and nobody has. In fairness to Scott Boris right now, he's trying to upend the entire system with the whole Kyler Murray Murray thing. So he's a little busy right now. (laughs) All right, that's the end of the day. It is the end of the day. Fun show, Chuck. Great show. I give it seven shovels out of ten. Well, I give it eight. Should we, should we start rating our shows based on seasonal instruments? So yes. like lawnmowers, rakes, yes. shovels. Like if you're the movie guy, it's got to be popcorn, soda, sprinklers, sprinklers. sleds, sprinklers. Toboggans. toboggans. I see how you took my idea and just kind of changed Tomorrow's yeah. will be toboggans. Snowballs. Shoveling snow is good exercise. All weekend long, when you get cabin fever, just every couple hours go out there, shovel for about a half hour. Chuck was worried about I sent you something yesterday. It was social media related. You said, okay, dude, cabin fever, go ahead, get out. You said shovel. I can tell Martin. You told him to go outside. He basically told me to do some Listen, errands. 
I could tell based you on talk Martin's to your wife a little bit. Have some human contact. Based on Martin's text to me, I could tell that he'd been in his house in the same sweatpants <laughs> and sweatshirt, probably hadn't showered, not true, in about thirty six hours, and you just needed to go out there and just kind of get a whiff of the fresh air. It just kind of uh, it changes everything. I forget what it was, but I said, okay, I got to stop. I got to stop. <laughs> I was monitoring something else, somebody else's social media. I forget. Put the bourbon down and go outside. Come on. I forget. I always shower. I can. I can't go long without a nice hot shower. Neither can I. I had, I didn't go outside at all Saturday. I still had to shower. Freshen up a little. Congrats, bit. guys. Hey, hey, you know <laughs> hey, you can't. How many times have you come in here and said, wow, guys, I'm ready to were, show? I you showered. Guys, you guys really got after it. You took a shower. First of all, again, this entire show is a false narrative. Never. Correct. Correct. I shower later in the day to get ready for Fox 2. For Why treatment. would I shower before I go do radio and then work out? Well, that would be stupid. Because you're around us, and you should look yeah. nice around your coworkers. And from now on, Charlie's like, well, I'm not going to take a shower before I go to work because I'll probably get stuck in traffic, so I'll just wait till I get to work. We have a shower at Fox 2, by the way. It's all good. Humble brag. All right, Hardline is coming up next here on 5.9 of the Fan. Congratulations.